At Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, your financial well-being matters. And they're with you every step of the way through your financial journey. Seriously, Affinity Plus has real people to talk to, people who care, and who can offer financial coaching through all stages of your life when you need it. And did you know that financial coaching is free at Affinity Plus as just one of the many member benefits? It's true. You get amazing benefits at Affinity Plus where you're more than a member. You're an owner in the not-for-profit cooperative. Invest in you and get a load of benefits. Continue your financial journey by stopping into the Brainerd Lakes branch on Edgewood Drive in Baxter to speak to one of their knowledgeable employees and bring your financial questions. Affinity Plus is federally insured by NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today our guest is Baxter City Administrator Brad Shapoulis. Brad, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you, Ken. Thank you, Tess. It's an honor, honor to be here. Well, it's our honor to have you here. Mm-hmm. And it's nice that we are able to keep Baxter residents up to speed on things that are happening that they, do, they should know about in the city of yeah, Baxter. Absolutely. Not only for not only for the city of Baxter residents, but also residents of, of the Lakes area. Absolutely. absolutely. Good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's uh, Where do we start? What's on the top of the list here today? Well, uh, first and foremost, uh, to start off the year, uh, the city did receive recognition of the work that it did with Cypress Drive. There are two organizations in the engineering world that uh, recognized the complexity and the collaboration and coordination that needed to be done to complete the project, uh, they awarded the city of Baxter with some awards. So awesome. uh, the first award that we received was from the American Council of Engineering Companies, their Minnesota chapter. Mm-hmm. Uh, they <clears throat> award 10 projects throughout the state of getting recognition of being at what they define as a grand award. Okay. Uh, so think of how many projects are going on okay. in the state. Um, <laughs> and that's just not roads or anything like that. That could be buildings or anything that an engineering company is working on. We reached in the top 10. Awesome. So congratulations. About that. Yeah, That's that is cool. very special, actually, when you think about that, because I'd hate to tally up all the construction uh, <laughs> projects across the state. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other award that we received is a recognition within the city engineers uh, of Minnesota, the the City Engineers Association of Minnesota okay. awarded Cypress Drive as their project of the year in 2019. Really? So that's recognition of all the city engineering uh, staff throughout the state of Minnesota that made that be uh, up here in yeah. the Lakes region, oh. down in the southeast corner of the state, or in the metropolitan area. Uh, their organization recognized Cypress Drive as the project of the year. So we're I really think we locals did too. <laughs> Yeah. Well, well, I know, I know, you have, I know, I know you, we did. did. Yeah, I know <laughs> so, we did personally, but personally. More, um, a more direct us, route, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> remind us who the uh, Baxter City Engineer is. Trevor Walter is our city engineer. Has been city engineer since the late nineties. Okay. Um, tremendous asset to the organization, and I should give a shout out to our project engineer, which is SEH, in particular Scott Headland, who is the project manager awesome. on the job. Those two, and then all the others that have been affiliated with the project. May that be the contractor. Uh, Landweir or their subcontractors, as well as the electeds. Uh, this is a project that's been talked about since mid nineties. <laughs> yeah, and, it has and, been, hasn't it? Yeah. And finally, getting to a, a point of, of of fruition or reality mm-hmm. in two thousand seventeen, and starting that construction. And so we're we're excited and we're happy. Uh, what's been completed is the first phase. You mm-hmm. know, we're, we're going to take a step back and. 
assess it and watch the traffic counts and determine if we're going to extend that in the future. No timetable in place just yet. Okay. But uh, should we be expanding that to the north to connect to Wida, or should we be going south and connecting it to County Road 48? Mm. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. And in the meantime, do you do traffic counts and so on to try and uh, see how many uh, vehicles are utilizing the new stretch? Yep. Yeah, we, uh, with the assistance of MnDOT, um, do traffic counts on a PRAC basis. I don't remember the schedule, mm-hmm. okay. um, but it's a, either every two or three years. We'll just continue to monitor that, and if we see counts that are higher than that, we we'll, may do our own mm-hmm. uh, traffic yeah. count and yeah. just try and figure out when the right time is to pull the trigger on what we define as phase two. Yeah. Right. Well, Brian, I think when we talked about this initially, one of the biggest things we talked about is the fact that it is now another north-south corridor other than 371. Think in summertime, friends. (laughs) Think in summertime. (laughs) Which is very important. Absolutely. You know, that's the whole impetus on why, you know, the Cypress Drive was very important to our long-range transportation goals, Mm -hmm. Uh, wanting to create a corridor for those that have relied on 371 to access the businesses. May they they be Baxter residents, Brainerd residents, Crosby residents. Uh, just wanted to relieve the use of 371 from our local traffic to access those businesses. Mm-hmm. So um, Cypress Drive, you know, what, what we have completed is 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 the cog that will be continued to mm-hmm. be added on to uh, totally achieve that by having connection. Um, the vision is all the way up to uh, to Wise Road. Wise Road, that All the way down yeah. to 48. 48 yes. to Wise Road. And then on the west side, you know, we have the vision of trying to create a similar corridor utilizing Inglewood. Ah, mm. I had not realized that. So That yeah. would make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Very good. All right. What else is uh, interesting that we should talk about? Well, it's that time of the year. Uh, we're approaching, you know, primaries and caucuses and mm. things of that ah, nature. Yes. Um, do want to make note that uh, the presidential primary does fall on our next council meeting. And so by state law, we need to push that to another day. So we'll be meeting on on March 4th instead of March 3rd. Um, Being that we haven't held a a presidential primary in quite some time, Mm -hmm. uh, there is information on our website regarding where to vote uh, for Baxter residents. Uh, Online on our city website, www.baxter.mn.gov. Sorry. Okay. BaxterMN.gov. And so uh, if there are any, anybody who has questions can call into City Hall and, and get clarification to the okay. question. And I, if I remember this right, the polling places pretty much are the same yep. that most people are used to if you have voted before and haven't moved, correct? Correct. Yeah. Correct. And, and, and they'll be that way for quite some time, uh, usually around 10 years. But we do have to relook at our polling places based upon what happens with the census, which is coming up. I know you've had guests on on, on Community Focus um, yeah. recently mm-hmm. uh, talking about the importance of the census, and part of that is is districting. Yes. Uh, so based upon represent, the whole goal is, is equal representation. And, right. And so um, we have to go through an exercise after the census is complete. Mm-hmm. The federal government will give us Maps and showing their census tracts and census blocks and population counts on there. And we have to be within, make sure that there's equal representation within our precincts and um, 
not so much for Baxter, but in uh, communities where they have wards and things of that nature, oh, yeah. they have to make sure that they have equal representation within a certain percentage point. Uh, that will then define the lines as to wow. <laughs> where you may vote. You know, for 10 years, you might be voting across the street, street at the church, but... Now you might be. <laughs> it <laughs> could change. Might, it could change. So, yeah. okay. so in the context, you know, to answer your question is yes. You know, for the last ten years, it's been the same primary locations, unless we've had somebody who had indicated that they can no longer serve the need or serve the, the as a public service to pull be in a polling place, mm-hmm. and that's happened from time to time. Mm-hmm. But majorityly, it's the same location for those ten years. Okay. Of course, we want to encourage everyone to get out, all eligible voters, get out and vote yeah. on that day. Yep. And make sure you uh, fill out that census form. Yes. It's really, it's really important. It's important. It's really important. And I know that you've had segments on it, but um, the state demographer's office has come out and indicated over uh, a 10-year period, each individual who is not counted, they estimate the cost the state $28,000 in various mm. federal funding. Yeah. So it's funding, it's representation. There's uh, so many reasons to make sure you fill out the census form. And don't Absolutely. believe all the rumors you're seeing circulating on the Internet. Just just answer the questions. Yeah. Everybody will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I know you've had Nate Rose from the county on previously, and I'm sure you'll have him on again. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the context of that, you know, the county is serving as the uh, key point uh, in a complete count committee that has been formed for all of Crowing County. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a website that's been up, and I would encourage anybody who has questions to look at the website or even call your local unit of government. May that be the city of Baxter, if you're a Baxter resident, city of Brainerd, uh, Cross Lake, mm-hmm. Pequot. Um, yep. Just give a call. Uh, the Census Bureau is working with the local entities and trying to uh, make sure that everybody's accounted for. Wonderful. Very good. All right, and we must say, I know last time you were here, uh, Brad, we talked about when's this going to open, when's that going to open, and we can pretty much say, if I'm not mistaken, all the restaurants anyway, <laughs> all the food has settled. You, you didn't notice how she's doing that politically correct. <laughs> yes. You know, before we got on the air, she said, you, you've gained some weight, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. But no, we have Chipotle's open, Five Guys now open. Was it Firehouse Subs? Firehouse Subs. El Tequila has, has landed yep. in the uh, their new location. Yep. They've expanded so. in their new location. Yeah, so it's been really exciting. Um, all of the things that we've been talking about for quite some time and what the public has been talking about mm-hmm. for even longer. Um, A lot of buzz. All of them are, are open, so it's really exciting yeah. in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to have additional options. Um but yeah, I, there's something for everybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. This and is where we all lean in. And Brad, anything you want to tell us? Yeah. <laughs> coming, coming, anything? coming anything? anytime soon. Well, obviously, um, I think there's been coverage on this, so I'm not stepping out of line and saying it. But Harbor Freight, uh, Big Lots, uh, space is is being vacated here soon. I don't know the necessarily timeline. Um, a good portion of that space is being uh, taken by Harbor Freight. Okay. Um, which they're doing a remodel and will open up in, in that space um, sometime this year. Okay. All right, so that's good. Yeah. Anything yeah. else new that we need to know that's coming? Well, uh, a lot of the activity to this point has been residential or residential support. Obviously, you know, you're fully aware of the school and the elementary yes. school building up. The school district has now uh, 
with that underway has really now focused on the reuse of the existing elementary school and they've been before us getting mm -hmm. approvals uh, necessary so that they can proceed this year once they vacate the building to start remodeling mm -hmm. that for their early childhood center so we're excited about that awesome yeah. um, we had two projects that started up right before the freeze got in the ground um, <laughs> residential projects right there on grand oaks drive or uh, offset from grand oaks drive mm -hmm. Uh, we have uh, White, Oak White Oak Estates, which is being developed by the Central Minnesota Housing Partnership out of St. Cloud, a nonprofit group. And they're doing a 40-unit development uh, that's broken down uh, for certified disabled and low to moderate income. Really awesome. Yeah, yeah. and that's so they great. just started construction um, right before freeze. And then the other project that got underway around the same time is Edgewood Healthcare. Um, uh, they are an uh, assisted living facility that is just off of Grand Oaks Drive, and they're mm -hmm. doing a 16-unit memory care addition uh, oh, that just started. Wow. Yep. In addition to that, um, right around November, December, um, uh, organization known as Knut Nelson, who uh, does hospice care and things mm -hmm. of that nature, yes. had home care uh, with offices here in, in the Lakes area. Uh, I made an announcement of doing... Uh, moving forward with a 116 bed or, or unit mm -hmm. uh, spectrum, wide sure. spectrum of, of senior housing awesome. from independent living to memory care. Uh -huh. um, they are looking to break ground this summer. Yep. Uh, that project that yeah. project will be located in the southeast corner of the intersection of the roundabout at, at Isle Drive and okay. uh, County Road 48. Wow. Lots going on Holy in terms cow. of building construction. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then, on, on you know, outside of, of construction, uh, the city of Baxter has been working to uh, protect the, the natural environment that we have and mm -hmm. things of that nature. We, uh, the city council has tried to preserve the corridor from the bridge and the Mississippi River mm -hmm. up to County Road 48 and trying to keep that natural um, country environment, yeah. uh, wooded environment, and um, just uh, towards the end of the year, acquired a 150-foot strip along the east side of the 371 corridor from various property owners uh, to create a landscape buffer and oh, will wow. also potentially long-term be an alternate location of the Paul Bunyan Trail so that wow. the Paul Bunyan Trail doesn't have to cross over 371. Awesome. Um, but, you know, idea is, is that... Uh, if and when the trigger is pulled to do the relocation, we're not going to abandon the existing trail. That will become a, a city trail. Mm -hmm. Cool. And so, you know, trying to provide access points for everybody to get onto the Paul Bunyan. Awesome. And then, and then the, the, the other thing that the city is working on, which was in the newspaper recently, is there's a collaboration between Camp Ripley uh, the the conservation fund in the city of Baxter um, oh. in regards to acquiring some uh, wetlands and natural uh, bluff areas along the Mississippi River in the southwest corner of Baxter. Um, it falls within the Camp Ripley's A-Cub boundary. Oh, okay. And so uh, we've been working with them and trying to be or identify in owners of that for conservation purposes or sure. recreational purposes. Um, it's a collaboration that's been in the works for two years, a little bit over two years, if not wow. a little bit longer. Okay. Um, we've done things with the, those same organizations in the past, which created Mississippi Overlook Park, 
that uh, is in the southwest corner of town, and it's just would just be an extension of that to an ex- you know to a certain point. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are excited to continue that exploration and possibly moving forward uh, with uh, the acquisition of that. Um, the conservation fund is is the entity in which are working with the property owners. Yeah, um, we are a partner in in being a potential owner short term, and in some cases possibly long term owner of that. Uh, in the 2015 comprehensive plan, we identified that corridor as, as being necessary for natural resources mm-hmm. and, and protection of you know for uh, natural resources, and mm-hmm. so. Uh, we're excited to be working with them trying to achieve goals that we have in our comprehensive plan. Wonderful. Fantastic. Yeah. Good deal. Yep. All right. Yep. Anything else we need to touch on otherwise? I don't mm-hmm. believe so. I, I think, I think you know, we've talked about everything that uh, is on the docket. I know I can go into full explanation of the projects that we have going on, but we've talked about it in the past, <laughs> and I don't want to be redundant and, and bore yourself or your your. <laughs> your listeners but, not boring it's but, good to know it's good information but yeah. yeah i mean but in the context of what's going on obviously there's a lot going on mm-hmm. and we're just touching the surface on some of the things that would be of, of interest to the general public right um, right more information available on your website on, on all the web, these things on, right? on the website you can contact us at city hall i'd be more than happy to have conversations with anybody who's interested in learning more about those things fantastic All right. Well, Brad, thank you for being here again. We do appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it, too. All right. Our guest today, Baxter City Administrator Brad Shapoulis. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that Community Focus, you can find those programs to listen to anytime right on our website. Just go to 1067wjjy.com. That's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. And you can also listen anytime through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.